Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, um, uh, we got an emo playlist going on. We got rainy weather <laughs> outside. And totally. uh, we had a really scary moment there in that game with Brenton Doyle. Wild game. Not so much of a wild series, but Rockies do come away with a 7-6 victory. How they ended up winning the game is part of the wildness. Mm-hmm. But probably the story that everyone is uh, most aware of and, and probably concerned about, one of the nastiest, if not the most nastiest collisions I've ever seen mm-hmm. of someone going into the wall. The only other time I've seen something like that, only on television, I wasn't there. You might recall this was maybe circa 2007, 2008, Aaron Rowan going into center field mm-hmm. and similar similar situation, a similar area of the ballpark in center, padding, and then an exposed area. Well, in Philly, where they had it, Citizens Bank Park, there were metal posts there. His face whacked it, Ugh. and it was violent. This, not as bad, but Brent Doyle, I think, was going a lot faster. We know he's the fastest guy on the Rockies. He was going full steam into into the wall, and he hit it full steam. Yeah, no, he was trying to rob that Jorge Soler home run. And, I mean, listen, he goes all in when he plays. And Buddy said, you know, after the game, like, that's how you should play. But that being said, um, uh, he was carted off the field um, and he looked he looked so upset. He looked like he was in so much pain. The ballpark went absolutely silent. Yeah, it was it was just a really scary moment. Uh, but we did get a chance to catch up with him after the game. And I'm so glad we did get to catch up with him because he was in much better spirits than I expected. And he gave us some really positive news. He did. Yeah. yeah. And, and, on, and on top of that, too, of, of what you're adding the storm cloud started coming in right at that exact moment. Okay, right? literally right before he hit the wall, there was a big boom of thunder off in the distance. And I was about to tweet about like, oof, okay, here comes the thunder. And then here came Brenton Doyle um, yeah. into the wall. So it was just, the skies got really dark all of a sudden. It really, it was very cinematic the way it all went down. Did you he- did you hear, like, I mean, again, there was not a lot of people at the ball game under mm-hmm. 21,000 again all four games in the series was under 21,000 for the Marlins. I think Mm -hmm. that's maybe only the second time that that's ever happened at Coors Field. But it was loud enough where you could hear it all the way out in center field, him hitting that wall and that very thin padding, which he he gets into, he gets into all of these things, getting carted off, Mm -hmm. how he's doing, the fact that he's able to talk, I think is already huge and positive let's uh, yeah i wasn't expecting to see him in the clubhouse but yeah let's um let's play the the clip of brenton doyle after the game yeah it's literally the same exact spot i was out for a little bit in triple a um, definitely hit this one a little bit harder but i'm just really thankful that all the ligaments are good and um shouldn't be too much time are you expecting to miss some time or an il stint or anything um i'm not sure about an il stint or not um but yeah, it's, it's definitely going to take probably a couple of days to feel better, uh, for sure, especially to play out there. Yeah. This is maybe a stupid question, but nobody really knows except for you. The ball? Is it hard? Like, is there some? Do you feel like a? Um. You, I mean, you were going, you were going so fast. Yeah. Like, do you get through the padding into like the? For sure, I think about? I think um, that padding's not like super soft. Yeah. I guess people would assume it is, but. Um, I mean, at the speed I was going, I think, I mean, my knee went right into it. I probably hit some sort of base layer a little bit, and that definitely didn't feel good. He was like, I just whacked your face, too. That face is fine. Is it the scariest part just how jarring it is? Yeah, you know, you shocked a little bit. You know, you got a lot of pain at one area, and um, it happens pretty fast. I didn't even realize how close I was to the wall, and it kind of just blindsided me. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy that all the ligaments are good and stuff. I didn't ask for the cart to be out there. I feel like I could have walked off. <laughs> I know I'm getting teased a lot for being carted off when nothing's really damaged, like significantly. But um, but yeah, the knee the knee is definitely what uh, kind of startled me and, and kept me on the ground. You seem like you're in. You seem like you're in much better spirits now than when we saw you on the field in those moments. What was going through your head when that happened? Um, I was just. You know, kind of worried that like something could be, you know, putting me out for a, a good bit. Um, thankfully, it's not. Um, but yeah, uh, just just a pain that I'm just gonna have to go away over time a little bit, and I'm gonna try to rehab it as quick as I can and and get back out there as quick as I can. 
Yeah, the way he was carted off and just like the glassiness of his eyes and no concussion, asked him point blank, because you got to think that's going to be a part of the factor. But his Mm -hmm. brim saved him, I think. If you go back and watch the replay, his brim hits, you know, kind of gets crunched up just a little bit. You know, I have not watched the replay just because it was it was just so upsetting to watch it in real time the first time. I haven't watched it again, but... The brim of his hat, you say? Yeah, I think it, I think it saved him. I think, well, I guess the way that he was talking about it, the way Doyle was talking about it, it sounded like it was just all knee. Well, that's the craziest thing is we could see it on his knee, which is, it yeah. wasn't, it would look like a, a a bruise on his knee, like he was sliding, right? Like it just, it rubs up it against something like rough. It looked like a scrape. Yeah, exactly. it was just like this round mark um, on scrape. his knee. Yeah, it Perfect. looked like a scrape. Yeah. Perfect word. And yet... I mean, yeah, wall scraper is a totally different thing. And he caught that ball. He and had it went it out in of his, his hand. I really thought he caught it. I'm like, oh my God, he caught it. And then he's still down on the ground. And I'm like, oh no, he still caught it, but he's in a bad place. And then we see, like, you know, he wasn't able to like hold on to it. But I can't believe he got to that ball. That's, uh, as you, you may have heard in there, this is the second time he's done that in, you know, a little over a, a month. He did that happen yeah. in Albuquerque. Uh, he hit a wall. He was uh, on the seven day IL. I think he missed even more time than that. And said afterwards, look, this is just my brand of baseball. As he said, Buddy said, this is how you have to play the game. Bryce Harper had to deal with that a lot early on in the beginning of his career and knowing how to maybe take it easy in certain spots. Brenton Doyle's not in that spot yet in his career where he can be worrying about taking things easy. He's still got to play and earn his spot. Mm-hmm. It's been, I mean, just over a month now. That's it, that we have Brenton Doyle. I mean, yeah, he's working hard to earn that spot for sure. But I guess also, you know, I would assume that with more experience at Coors Field, you just have more of a, like, subconscious lay of the land out there. Because he didn't even, he's like, I didn't even realize I was that close to the right. wall. Um, but I'm sure, like, you know, Brenton Doyle, like, five years from now, would know that he is that close to the wall. He would, absolutely. Mark Pepitone, uh, in the, uh, Pepitone, excuse me, in our chat, he noticed the knee impact, right? Going back mm-hmm. and watching the replay, thinks maybe we should pour out an O uh, an O duels for Doyle. Oh. Don't pour out an O O O duels. Drink a Breck brew. That's actually what you you should do. Now, that was I mean that was on the forefront of, of all of our minds even as the game ended. Mm-hmm. But um, setting up to the ending. So what ended up happening was I want to I want to take you back to a play even earlier in the game in the middle part of the game. I think this was the sixth inning. Austin wins, runner on first and second, Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler. Mm-hmm. I would love to not see him anymore. Oh, my gosh. He had a, Jorge Soler had a really fun time at Coors Field. He didn't do anything on Monday, and he was just phenomenal the, mm-hmm. the, the next these last three games. Yuli Gurriel was fantastic. Yuli Gurriel had gone over 1,000 days. He hadn't hit a triple since August 14th, I want to say, of 2020. He hit a triple on Wednesday, and he hit a triple on Thursday. So he went 1,000 days without a triple, and then he goes in back-to-back days. So don't want to really care to see him again. Obviously, Rockies have to play the Marlins in Miami. But big play, runners on first and second, two outs, Soler at the plate. Austin wins behind the dish, allows Elias Diaz to stay in the lineup as a DH, wins ball up high, back picks, and gets Garrett Hampson at first base to end the inning, yank the bat. Yank the bat out of Jorge Soler's hand. <laughs> what do we get in the bottom of the six? Elias Diaz with the game-tying home run. Hit it, knew it right away. Looked at the dugout to say, guys, get on my back. I'm your all-star. I'm that guy. Ooh. Sixth home run of the season. Third in four days for the tank. El tanque. Elias Diaz. Patrick, that was that was a monologue right there, sir. That was the turning point. That was the key part in the game. Whew. We had to wait until the eighth for the Rockies uh, to score four runs there. That was another great moment for, mm-hmm. it was really like a, a complete game, I think, for everyone involved. Buddy talked about it a little bit. He pushed all the right buttons. You had some traffic on the bases. Uh, you get Charlie Blackman to come up. He gets a base hit, keeps that rally going. Uh, you get uh, Mike Moustakis coming in, two so RBI clutch. single. So clutch. So clutch. Uh, that was fantastic. That was huge. And you go, all right, cool. 6-2 game, Pierce Johnson to close it out. That's where it started to get crazy. That's where, of course, uh, Brenton Doyle going back for that ball on Jorge Soler. There was one out, and yeah. it was it was only that, that home run was a two-run jack, so that made it 6-4. Rockies are fine. That's it. They need two more outs. 
Curiel with a single. Mm -hmm. Goodbye, I don't need to see you anymore. They get De La Cruz, pinch hitter, Garrett Cooper with uh, with a home run. Two-run home run off Pierce. And we got a tie ball game. The, snow, the, the rain's coming in, the clouds, it's dark. The upper deck, all 14 people that bought a ticket for an upper deck, they had to leave because it was raining. We had thunderstorm warnings for going on for about an hour, hour and a half. Severe thunderstorm warnings, yep. That is severe. the case right now. Not severe. just thunderstorm warning. No, it's a severe thunderstorm warning. They were severe. The warnings mm -hmm. were severe, as were the thunderstorms. That's yes. the kind of game that we had. And then it's, you know, Brent Suter comes on, gets that final out. Did you realize that um, if that game had gone any longer, uh, Brent Suter would have hit for himself? Yes. So, yeah, Pierce Johnson, because of all those the switches, Diaz, of course, uh, Musakis came in for wins, so you lost your catcher. You lost your DH spot because Diaz mm -hmm. needs to catch. Johnson was going to come up. Where, where was this spot in the order? Uh, well, yeah, it was like right at the, the top of the order there. So, yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know if there was too much. Oh, no, his spot was uh, on deck. Yeah. I think his spot actually was on deck. Uh, so that was fantastic. So, yeah, that sets the scene for the ninth. Bases loaded. Huascar Brazaban, you know, walks the bases loaded. And Ezekiel Tovar with, as Brandon Brooks points out in our chat on the DMVR Sports Channel on YouTube, some kind of defensive play that allowed the Marlins to have a third infielder on the left side of second base. I'm still confused how they were able to pull that one off. I thought the outfielders still need to be on the grass for that. I thought so too, yeah. And I didn't notice that at the time, so good on you for noticing it. But, mm, well, you know what? It all worked out in the end. It did. It did. Tovar gets... We love uh, a Tovar walk-off. His first walk-off. His first walk-off tacos... Now, is this our first walk-off tacos of the season? Definitely, yes. They're rare. They they don't mm -hmm. happen very often. Well, because the planets kind of have to align. You have to have seven runs, and you have to be in a walk-off situation, and both are very special. Planets have to align. Mm -hmm. Tacos need to align. Mm -hmm. All of those things. Got to get all your shells in a line. That's it. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fantastic for him to have that moment for the Rockies to get the win win the series against the Marlins and not give it away after taking the first two games. So they go three and f three and one against the Marlins in those four games. Kind of erases a little bit of that three-game sweep against the Rangers in Texas. Um, that was uh, that was a one heck of a, of a game ender in three hours and 14 minutes. That was that was the first uh, yeah, the first three hour three hour plus game we've had at Coors Field this season because the other two the Rockies have had have been on the road. That's right, yeah. yeah. And you would think Coors would be that spot where uh, you would have a lot longer games because of pitching changes and just you know the the, the score being run up. Uh, but no, that that wasn't the case, and it's not the case that you're not going to be able to find a seat or you're not going to be able to worry about having a great time when you're here at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax and York because diehards you get fifteen percent off your food and drink, and diehards you get access to the diehards only Discord, which. I didn't get a chance to jump into it. I know you did. I was watching it during the game, and then <laughs> things watching? got really busy. I was, yeah, you know, I pop in every once in a while. and uh, We have the best Discord, I think, right now. We have the best Discord. Because right I got to say, like, there are, like, 100 messages since, like, 4 o'clock. <laughs> Nuggets Discord, no disrespect. You guys are in the NBA Finals. So, like, we're talking, like, all-time, you know, Discord communication going on in there. Yes, but if we're talking about just regular season in the middle, you know, only in the second month in, Rocky's Discord right now for the diehards, diehards only. Tip of the cap to you guys. Susie, don't be disrespectful. Let's tip that cap. There we go. She tipped it. Let's go. Uh, Kale, can we uh, CGI a cap on Susie's head so we, we can go and do, let's do it in post-production? We used to do that on StreamYard. Remember when we had the uh, superimposed <laughs> cowboy. cowboy hats? That's it. That was excellent, by the way. That was a, that was a good bit. That was a We was haven't a done bit. that segment in a long time. We haven't been on StreamYard in a long time. No, but either. I mean, like, I used to have a cowboy hat when we did it in studio. That's it. We we do need to figure out. I guess it's why you know, the West the, was won. You know what? The NLS is such a mess right now. I think it's it just best that we never talk about it. Well, we we do have to talk about it a little bit, Susie, because mm. on June 10th we do have our next takeover against the San Diego Padres. It's going to be a good one. The SoCal Dads coming to town, oh, and you dads. can get a ticket to our takeover. Uh, diehards, you're getting 20% off, and that covers your ticket. Free Breck Brews on the bus before the game. After the game, you get a free DNVR Rocky shirt included. And get this, Susie, because you know what? You were at the last one. You got a shirt. Mm -hmm. So you're like, what? You got an extra shirt to give to a friend? 
nah, nah, nah. The homie Spence, Big Drive Spence, mm-hmm. he'll swap it out and give you a different shirt. So if you're not, you don't, you know, if you come to all the takeovers, you don't, you're not just going to have a whole set of the exact same shirts. They can get swapped out. It's absolutely fantastic. And if you're not a diehard, you can still get a ticket to that takeover coming up here. Uh, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday home game, it's going to be popping off against the Friars. We've got numbers against those, uh, those handsy Padres fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? If you happen to not be able to get a ticket to our takeover <clears throat> and we sell out because tickets are going quickly, mm-hmm. you can always go to Game Time Tickets, use the Game Time app, use code DNVR, and when you do that, you get $20 off your first purchase over on the Game Time Tickets app, which we know for some Rockies games means you can buy a couple for friends and family, get in, and only, you know, really not have to pay any much more than that. It's pretty, um, pretty great. I mean, listen, I used game time earlier this week to get some Rockies tickets. Yeah. <laughs> they were stupid cheap. Uh-huh. Stupid cheap. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And also, too, you know, it can be helpful to just at least supplement might not be the right word, but maybe it is. Supplement okay. the cost of a Nuggets ticket where, hey, that's $20 less you're going to be spending to go to the NBA Finals and say, I mean, look, Avs, great. They won the Stanley Cup. First time in 21 years. No one in Denver has ever gone to an NBA Finals game in this city, folks. Did you, did you realize that? Kale is, Kale is giving I, me the eyes of like, well that's aware, right. But it's $900 to get in the door right oh, now. Oh, Kale, I'm not sure if you heard, but using code DNVR, it's 880. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Under nine bills, baby. That's what I'm talking about. But here's the cool thing, too, Kale, because I know you know this. But. Right now, people, they want to get their ticket and not have to worry about it. Great. You're probably going to pay like a little, little, little tax on that, if you will. If you wait closer to the start of the event, pop in maybe about an hour and a half, two hours before the game. Now those tickets are starting to go down because people want to sell them and there's a magic number in your head. So you might be get them even less than that, but use code DNVR regardless for your first purchase over on Game Time Tickets. And use code DNVR when you're at Pins and Aces. That'll actually give you 15% off, whether you want to buy the liquor stick, whether you want to buy the beer sleeve, you want to get some other great hats, their button-ups. I mean, could be a really hot summer, so you want to stay cool. I think they got some really great golf pants as well, which I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for you, Susie. I know you're all about my wardrobe. Yes. I might be switching over to golf pants this summer. This might be the summer of the Pins and Aces golf pants. Like, at, like at work? Like at work. Ooh. I mean, they're more breathable. Pants are just so hot. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, in the summer, you know, it gets real stuffy in the press box. I may that, have might be to, the, that might be the move. I may have to do some kind of Ancestry.com, see if I'm Scottish, rock a kilt. If I can't, I got to buy some of my golf pants, pins and aces, because they're breathable. They look good. <laughs> they look professional. They're very comfortable. It's pins and aces. Use promo code DNVR for 15% off your first purchase and free shipping. Patrick, if you wear a kilt in ever in front of me i will not be i will not you will not have my blessing i will stand behind you then we will not have to worry about that (laughs) will you know if this were anybody else i probably uh would would have some doubt or some trepidation reading this out loud but it feels like this is official but it's not yet but it probably will be will saying nolan jones is getting called up i don't know that that's officially happening yet will's just saying he's suggesting it he's trying to put that you out there in also we don't know that doyle's gonna need to go on the il he Here's, could just sit out for a couple days okay blake street banter just tweeted out like maybe 10 minutes ago expect okay. nolan jones to be in purple tomorrow someone posted in the discord i said i'm not really sure what this what info this tweet is based on like she banned the other stuff, the I know, homies. Well, I'm saying that I am not. I know they're homies, but they're, they're, they're homies. Yes, we we love uh, Aaron and Tyler, the the whole crew over there. Yeah, um, I'm just saying I don't know what that info is based on. It should be right. Like if, mm-hmm. if Doyle's going to be out for a little bit of time, just let him recover. You got to call up Nolan Jones and you got to play him. Mm-hmm. I know he's not a center fielder by trade. It might be rough putting him out there. Profar in center. Uh, Gritchick is the obvious one. Gritchick in center. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. We're good. I mean, we could even see Charlie really turning the clock back, batting leadoff, playing center field. That's <laughs> kind of fun. Like, you know what? Uh, baseball needs to embrace that a little bit more. Like going back and saying, hey, we're going to have this guy play a position he doesn't normally do. Just to say, remember? You remember? Give us some member berries. Charlie in center field for one game. You can take him out a little bit later. But Nolan Jones has to be the next guy. He's the only 
logical promotion. We were talking about this briefly in the press box. Yes, Jonathan Daza can patrol center field, but we need a 60-day IL move. Uh, maybe that could be Ryan Feltner. I know you're going to catch up with Feltner tomorrow, mm-hmm. pregame. Um, he's up and about, walking around the clubhouse a little bit, but he's going to have some time uh, both talking with us in the media, and he's going to have a, one of the trainers is going to be there too to kind of mm-hmm. maybe explain some things. So, you know, maybe you you say, Doyle, relax, dude. you got a bright future ahead of you. Don't rush back. You're not concussed, but don't rush back. Let your body heal because he said he's going to be sore for a few days. I'm still yeah. shocked that it's only the knee contusion. I think his, his whole body, he's going to feel it. That's a car crash. Susie, mm-hmm. that's a car crash he was in today. Yeah. He's he going to need a few days. He was running real fast into that wall, and the knee took all of it. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It, maybe it is Daza in this circumstance. And, I mean... You know, Daza will be around for a little while. Uh, maybe you DFA him again if you need to create space. Rockies are banged up. We did get good news before the game. Like, everyone's trending upward. Denelson Lamette will be making a rehab start on Friday. Tyler Kinley feeling good. Mm-hmm. His kids are feeling good. You know, they're <laughs> yeah. running around the clubhouse. The Minleys. The mini Kinleys. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's a goodie. That's it. So, I definitely made it up. That's all me. Noah Davis uh, is in Arizona. <laughs> also... He was on a flight with Spencer. He was on Big Drive Spence was on Noah Davis's flight. He's like, I'm getting this guy plays for the Colorado Rockies vibes, which I don't know how you get those exactly. I think but it was, he could sense it. It was the duffel that said Colorado Rockies on it. I think that was the giveaway. But it, but maybe it had a King Supers logo on the inside and it was just one of those giveaway situations. You nah, know what I'm saying? You, you, he, Spencer can tell what the nice duffels look like. I Spencer should give him more can credit. tell, please. That's a great point. But no, Davis in Arizona, little bullpen. Then he's going to start next week in Utah uh, at Salt Lake for Albuquerque. So he's trending upward. I talked with Antonio Sinzatel today a little bit. You know, you get the PRP injection in the elbow, feeling a lot better. Sounds like he's, you know, it's going to be a couple months for him, too. So mm-hmm. that's kind of rough. rough. Uh, Luis Sessa, I don't know where he is. He's somewhere. He he was claimed. Yeah. Where is he? I, I mean, actually, I forgot that we claimed him. And it, it was like a couple of days ago. When you claim baggage on the carousel, you take it with you. Apparently, you waivers calling, work differently. Are you calling Sessa baggage? He was the Reds baggage that they got rid of. <laughs> so in that way, yes. In another way, Luis Sessa, looking forward to saying hi to you in the clubhouse. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> Michael Rusco in the chat. I would love to go to a ball game in a kill. Michael. That would be a vibe. I know, Michael. Michael, no. No, Michael's <laughs> thinking ahead. He might even be planting a little seed from Nike because maybe there's going to be a future City Connect with kilts. <laughs> oh, my going gosh. AAPBL. What is it? The All-American Professional Baseball League. League of Their Own? Oh, yeah. They were going skirts, so why not? Yeah, no, that's that's fine. That's fair. That was, The Savannah Bananas have played in kilts. That is true. Kale, uh, we, we're, we've we been postponing a segment for a couple months called, What are the Savannah Bananas? And now this is for people who don't know what the Savannah Bananas are. We didn't do that segment last year? <laughs> it was only this off season that super producer Tiff was like, should I really know what they are? I'm like, yes and no. Do you know what the Savannah Bananas are, Kale? Of course I know what the Savannah okay, Bananas all right, are. All right. They are fun. I'm dying to go to a game. They are. They're great. Uh, in this game, Kyle Freeland gets back on track. Five innings pitch, gives up two runs. We saw uh, Brenton Doyle batting leadoff. He said that was a lot of fun. Kind of wanted to end on a high note in that, yeah. that interview. And he said, you know, that was a, a lot of fun being able to do that. You know, I talked to Charlie uh, might have been last week, actually. Yeah, we had an article uh, up on the DNVR.com you can read about Bretton Doyle and his five tools. Charlie said, yeah, he's got a lot better tools than I did at his age, at age 25. Mm-hmm. But Black saying it this morning, basically like, yeah, you know what? He kind of reminds me of a, of a young Charlie in that way. Aww. Maybe has a little bit more swing and miss mm-hmm. in the bat, but has the power, has the speed. Defensively, he checks off all of those boxes, and so that was cool to see him hit leadoff. I think even minus the collision today, that might have just been a one-game aberration, uh, you know, because Charlie needed a day, Profar needed a day. Mm-hmm. Let's throw the kid in batting leadoff. Maybe he runs into one. Um, oh, too soon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Patrick, no. watch your words. You're, you you are quick on the draw on that one. No, no, no. Not what I mean. But it was like, uh, no, he, uh, but he said it was what? Uh, the That immediate, that immediate power and speed combination for a pitcher can change a game right away. So that's mm-hmm. going to screw up uh, the opposing starting pitcher in a, in a big way. Did you realize that the Rockies played three different Garrett's today? Uh, is Miami leading the league in Garrett's? 
They are in first place, Garrett-wise. <laughs> so how many, many Garrett? How many Garretts can you name, Susie, on the Miami Marlins? Um, okay, Garrett Hampson. Bing! Garrett Cooper. Bing! Um, uh, and then someone has the last name Garrett. Yes. Braxton? Bing! Okay. All three. Three okay. for three on the Garrett. So many I Garretts. You, I owe you 25, Kale. Kale said you were going to get it, so. <laughs> ah, thank you, Kale. Kale's always on my side. Yes. All right, how about this? Um... In regards to, you said Garrett. How about Braxton? Don't look at the notes. I'm not looking at the notes. Okay. In regards to <laughs> literally not. Braxton, starting pitcher's name is Braxton. Because you know I love names. This mm -hmm. is the name game. I just made that up. Okay. All right. Uh, there have been only two players in baseball history named Braxton. True or false? True. Nailed it. Exactly Thank two. You. Exactly. <laughs> if you had to go uh, less or more than two. I would have guessed less. I'd be like, there's, there hasn't, Braxton's a new name. It's a pretty new name. That's a new adult name. Yes. I would have gone under, but you nailed it. True, there's exactly two. Both, true or false, both have played for the Marlins. False? True. Ooh, weird. Both of them have played. All right. Weird. Um, all right. Now, of these two Braxton that played for the Marlins, were they named Braxton Lee and Braxton Lee Garrett? No. True. <laughs> so this today's starting pitcher is Braxton Garrett. His first and middle name is Braxton Lee, and that's the name of the other Braxton guy. He was an outfielder. How about that? That's names. I like names. I like Carl Kaufman's name. Two Fs, two Ms, Ns, because he a, isn't given Ethan. I, you know what? It is though. It's a very, it's a very interesting spelling of the last name Kaufman. But I, I'm into it. I'm into it. Too. It's consistent. If it was only one F and two Ns or two Fs and one N. Oh, yeah. I would have, have never remembered. No, we, we would we would have had an issue. Uh, Will, again, in the chat saying, Luis Sessa, two Cs and two Ss in Sessa. Weird. No, uh, just two Ss. Oh, no. uh, he's getting the start in Albuquerque tonight. Uh, I do like that. Carl Kaufman in his second career start, first career start at Coors Field. He goes against the reigning Cy Young Award winner in Sandy Alcantara. Because that's baseball. That's just how it that, works. As Buddy says, that's baseball. Yeah, not not the best way to kick off your time at Coors Field. No, no. It, you know what? I would have I would have taken that challenge because Alcantara's last start in Colorado was not good in August of 2021. It was his worst start of his career. He gave up 10 runs, gave up Ooh. 10 hits uh, he for got Alcantara. Coursed. He got Coors real bad. Yeah. He, it was going to happen almost too uh, on Wednesday. Rockies get the bases loaded. Uh, they only get one run out of that deal, which was unfortunate. Uh, and then they couldn't get any more runs, and they got blown out 10-2 to 2 on Wednesday night. Working on another little piece for the DNVR.com. Stayed up way too late last night, making a brand-new spreadsheet. This was an all-season spreadsheet that I made in season, Susie. Oh. And it's based all around Cy Young Award winners pitching against the Rockies at Coors Field. Because I don't know if you know this. I know... Not a lot of people do. But the Rockies will be facing the reigning Cy Young Award winners in both leagues at Coors Field back -back this series. week in the matter of four days. It's happened three other times. Ooh. Again, I got, I got the spreadsheet. You're going to have to wait for that article on the DNVR.com. But it's never happened this close together. It's too much, man. It's too much. But I actually thought that that was maybe a lot. Like three times they faced... The reigning, because some of that is interleague business. Uh, Cliff Lee was one of those uh, was one of those guys. I think that was two thousand nine. Mm -hmm. He had won it for Cleveland the year before. He mm -hmm. was on Philly uh, that next year uh, when he got traded. So Kaufman looked really good in the first three innings, just like in Texas. And then third time through the order, boom, gets hit with that penalty. Hitters their third time through the order against Kaufman here in his two starts, four for five, two doubles. And a sacrifice fly. We saw Charlie Blackman on Wednesday lead off the game with a triple. So much fun. Rarity. Only nine times that's ever happened for him. Side note, I feel like there were so many triples at Coors Field <laughs> this week. Like yeah, more, week. more than we should have seen. Yeah. And also just way too many from the Marlins. True, true. I, I think that's going to continue against the Mets. This is going to be a big triple weekend. <laughs> this is going to be a triple weekend. But ninth leadoff triple for Charlie. I was, so here's what's interesting. He's got 40 leadoff home runs mm -hmm. for the Rockies. Most in franchise history. Ninth most in all of baseball history. Eric Young Sr. is behind him for second most okay. with only eight. Well, <laughs> if you look at leadoff triples, it's actually flipped. Nine for Blackman. 
11 leadoff triples for Eric Young Sr. Not as big of a gap, but okay. still, Charlie does not have the leadoff triple record. Eric Young Sr. does. Take you know, the cap to you. You know what Bud Black would say about that? That's a fun fact. I sure hope I can use it. You don't need to because I just did. I just did. Here's another fun fact. That's a thing that Bud Black actually said to Patrick. <laughs> like, <Yes>. actually. <laughs> that isn't just a thing I made up. I think I said something this morning that I go, oh, God, is he going to say it to me again? Because I felt <laughs> like it was fun fact-ish. But uh, but no, here's a fun fact. Jerickson Profar on base streak up to 32 games. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about how he's not going to get into Thursday's game because you want to keep that streak alive because if he gets just one at bat and, you know, even if he has a sack fly, that streak is over. He did end up having to get put in that game mm -hmm. um, when Doyle got hurt, but he didn't come up. So I think, actually, that doesn't kill his streak, does it? Technically. Because he never had He did not get a base today. Well, he didn't oh, have, no. But he didn't have an at-bat. No, he didn't. So I don't think it counts because he didn't have the opportunity. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to ask uh, the We're PR gonna crew. We're going to have to ask Rocky's PR. I hope not. That would stink. Well, what's funny is the note, oh, okay. the note I put in here was that uh, we jinxed Connor Joe last year because we had a big old graphic like, you know what? This is going to be the story. The Rockies are not very good. They're not very interesting. Connor Joe is both of those things, good and interesting. Let's get a big graphic. We'll count down <laughs> his road to breaking Michael Kadire's record of 46 consecutive games, getting on base in 2013, and then that day his streak ended yeah i we did it because again because we no no we, we didn't do anything we did it we we may have did we. you make a graphic we no no we just because i i put it in the outline don't don't put this one on me just take the we we no, we may have done i'm not no i'm saying no one gets the blame okay. here right. i'm not i'm blaming no one all right we are not blaming anybody we are not gonna do that I was just, I was really hoping for the Grand Slam. Are we ever going to see another Grand Slam again? We're never going to, there's never going to be a Rockies Grand nope. Slam ever again. Never going to happen. Not going to happen. Elias Diaz, uh, six home runs, right? Hit number five on Wednesday night. All six of his home runs coming at Coors Field. He's batting close to 400 at home in Colorado at Coors Field. I don't think all-star voters are really going to care about that. That's not going to be part of the story when it comes to <laughs> him being an all-star. Atlanta fans... You know, pipe down with the Sean Murphy stuff. Okay, he's nice. JT Realmuto in Philly. Okay, don't don't use that stat against us. Forget I said it. If you're here from another fan base, don't use that Elias Diaz stat against us, please. Please don't. Uh, speaking of Elias Diaz, yes. uh, look at the comment from Steph. El tanque. <laughs> que pasó? <laughs> Steph, liking that. Thank I you, appreciate that. Thank you for pandering to Steph. You, you got it. You got it. When guys are doing interesting things, you got to pander to them. You know, it's funny. We were talking about with the with the kilt business uh, and, oh, and City Connect. Well, no. So you know what? So there were a couple of interesting jerseys that I saw at the ballpark this okay. week. Uh, saw the first Brenton Doyle jersey in number nine. Um, when I was at the game. Tuesday. When I was at the game with Steph oh, that, on Tuesday, yeah. he was sitting in the bleachers with us. He was a few rows in front of us. Then there may be two because the guy I saw was buying home plate. Then there's two Brenton Doyle jerseys out there. <laughs> Let's go. That's, I feel like that's really quick. That's a quick turnaround to debuting and people being like, hey, we're on your bandwagon. I mean, hey, he's been here for a month and he has the most stolen bases on the Rockies. Respect. And he is uh, the fastest dude on the planet, probably. Planet. And he, yeah, and he hits. He hits. He's the total package. He does it. He does it all, man. It's weird that it's taken this long for us to see some Doyle jerseys. It's true. Yeah, when you put it that way. There were there was a Mike Hampton jersey. Weird. Very weird. He did play for the Marlins for like a minute. Okay. Don't quote me on that. It could have been like five minutes, but it was a very short <laughs> amount of time. That's for sure. Also, someone on Tuesday night had an Xfinity jersey. Not a giveaway. This was like a straight up Rockies jersey, Xfinity, and the number one on the back. We were very perplexed. Did someone from Xfinity throw out a first pitch this series? That's what I'm saying. I don't, I have no idea. Because usually, like, you know, you'll get a gift like that if you are throwing out a first pitch, especially if you're, like, a sponsor. I have, I have I no idea. I would guess that that's where that came from. I don't think anyone's really that big of a fan of their cable provider. I wasn't triggered so much as it was a product on the back of a jersey. It was more that Garrett Hampson, first time back, that was his number one. 
No, don't do that. The disrespect. I, you know, I chatted, I chatted with Garrett Hampson a couple times this week, but um, I've got, I'm going to have a clip on the Sue show tomorrow. Ooh. We had a little one-on-one. Here's what you need to watch for in that interview. The slenderness of the face. Yeah. Dropped about 10, 15 pounds. He's, he's working on that speed game. Definitely not worrying about muscling a ball out of the ballpark anymore. Looks good. Looks he's really healthy. committing to being a speedy leg boy. But the City Connect businesses, somebody had... Not a Todd Hollinsworth City Connect jersey. Because remember, that gets a free beer from me. Free beer from Susie is the black vest Ezekiel Tovar. Yes. And there's a couple other jerseys floating around too. But someone had a Larry Walker City Connect jersey. Is that allowed? Can you do that? Are we okay with this? Larry Walker City Connect jersey? I'm, I'm okay with it. It was interesting. How do we feel about that? Um, uh, I, sorry, I have an answer for our question from before. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say which member of the Rockies PR said this. Um, so I asked, does Profar's on base streak end oh, or no. does it not no. count because he doesn't have an AB? Um, uh, and, uh, I was told as long as the, there's no plate appearance, it continues. Don't you read the post game notes? It's in the post game oh, notes. I, it's in, and I'm like, we've got them during the show. So I, we haven't seen them yet. <laughs> Hmm. You know what? To be honest, like three fourths of that staff are sassy enough to send that message. So their identity is safe. You know, I, I will say, uh, no, we, we deserve it because, yeah, we could have read the we could have read the postgame notes. That's it. First career walk off hit for Tovar and first since Alan Trejo's RBI single back in September of 2022. So as we said, first time this season. Diaz still second in all of MLB with a 340 batting average. Grichuk playing really well. Three hits for him. 342 batting average since coming off the IL. I don't see Profar in the game notes from today. Oh, burn. Take that, Dinger's handler. No. Um, Ryan McMahon, clutch. He needed that double. Did get thrown out of third base. Don't care about that. Uh, the RBI was kind of really the the huge thing. Daniel Bard, as we said, first outing of two or more frames since October. Yeah, I guess so. I thought I'd seen him out there for more than just one multiple inning. Did hit a batter. That got me concerned. But, again, the rest is, is fine. That was only the second time did he, he hit, hit a batter Garrett, this season. Did he hit Garrett Hampson? I think it was him, yeah. Yeah. It was. Well, I mean, you remember the big story about them last year, right? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, they're, my gosh. They're fine. They're, no, I'm, I'm checking I'm checking my sheet. And Bard's only hit two guys this year. I thought there was more than that. No, Bard, only Bard two. Bard was it in the sixth. Yeah, he hit Garrett Hampson. Fun fact, or fun fact question, who leads the Rockies right now in hit by pitches by a pitcher? Who? Connor Siebel. How, do you know how many? Four. Connor. One per start. Connor's out for blood. He said, Good you know Lord. what? Quote, that inner half of the plate is my inner uh, half of the plate. Oh, my gosh. He's not afraid to go in there. Um, speaking of hits, um, poor Rymac getting uh, hit with a line drive off Michael Tolia. Yes. Never happened to him before. I've never seen that before. I mean, you've seen close calls all the time with the guy on third base taking the lead. Mm -hmm. That's why you're in foul territory, because if he was in fair territory, he would be out. Not good. But, yeah, took one right off the shoulder, ricocheted off. He shrugged it off, all fine, but then, you know, he had a big old ice bag on his back uh, after the game, immediately took that down. Um, but yeah, you, you would think that happens a lot more, but thankfully it didn't. McMahon did joke. Thankfully, it was only Tolia <laughs> who hit that ball uh, and not someone who really would have roped it down, which was fair, fair play, because you know what? Uh, Tolia hit him with a ball. Tolia also saved McMahon with an error, scooping one out of the dirt. That was really nice, so... Those two guys, when you're winning, man, you can have fun like that. When you're, yeah, I was going to say, Rymac was like extra funny today. It was. He yeah. was cracking us yeah. up. He was like workshopping stand-up material with us. He's great. He was a guy that back in 2019 and there was no cargo. I was like, all right, well, who's going to step up and, and like be the guy that you talk to post-game? Because mm -hmm. Nolan can be a little acerbic and yeah, all right. He might not give you those great quotes. Story had yet to really step up media-wise. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, Ryan McMahon's really comfortable. It was too early for him, but you knew he was going to have it in him with the way he's able to talk about things, do, do the baseball quotes. Do you know why he is so good at stepping up and talking to the media? Because he had great training and great practice when he was a road goat in 2016 because of work with you, Susie Hunter. No. Um, you like that? That's a good I, answer. That was a good Will one. Will you that accept that as being right also? No. Damn. Because we never saw those dudes. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were 
were on the road. You didn't drive to Altoona to cover a road goats game? What kind of a professional are you? On a newspaper budget? What? You didn't go to downtown? You didn't stay over in the Hilton downtown Harrisburg to cover a Senator's road goats game? No. You didn't? You didn't didn't go up to Portland, Maine to cover a Sea Dogs Yard Goat series? You know, I was in, um, I definitely was in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, Manch Vegas. Fisher Cats. Fisher Cats, yeah. They played a lot of games there. No, no, no. uh, (laughs) Rymac is so good at addressing the media. So outgoing. How so outgoing is he? He's a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's not afraid to talk. Give you some good quotes. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Look you in the eye. He's not going to hide behind a pair of shady rays, which is something that, you know what? If you need to do that, do that. But use code DNVR is so you can a, buy one, get one free. Is this an ad read? Oops. Oops, all ad reads. No, no, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What would that even be? Could we do that? Could we do 30 minutes of oops, all ad reads and trick people? Like that. I don't know if I could, again. Couldn't look somebody in their in the eye doing that. That's why I'd have to hide behind my shady rays because they're polarized. <laughs> They've got those blue lenses in there too as well. Mm-hmm. You can go to the Park Meadows Mall, try them on, uh, and you get 50% off those down at the Park Meadows Mall. It's great if you happen to break your glasses or you happen to lose them or you happen to misplace them in your catcher's equipment bag and you're not able to rifle through that catcher's equipment bag in studio, live on air. <laughs> and so technically they're lost. They'll send you a new one. Don't worry about that. I also, feel personally attacked right now, but it's fine. Look, oh, actually, hold on. Hold hey, on. Look, I'm just reading what it says in the I'm, ad read. Hold on. I'm going to try to find the Shady Rays. Look. I think I can find them. All right. We need we need a full full studio shot on this one. Look, I'm just reading what our guy Parker oh, no, no, no. I like put them in, in a spot where I knew I would be able to find them. You, <gasps> cheater. Oh, eat it, everyone. I have my Shady Rays. First of all, these are so freaking cute. I have such a vibe in these. Hold on. The logo on the side says up and up. Those are from Target. No, it's a Shady Rays. No, those are great Shady Rays. Was that the original pair you had too? Or was it a different style? This is the same style, but the new pair. Oh, all right. Because I got a second pair, obviously. Yeah. Lost and broken replacement Mm -hmm. policy is great. And if you don't like how they look, you can return within 30 days. Okay, I'll get this camera on me right now so people can really appreciate my Shady Rays. That's it. You can look this good with Shady Rays or with a bottle of Breckenridge Brewery's Mile High City Golden Ale. That's the drink for the entire NBA Finals. And I got a feeling all summer long, it's the Mile High City Golden Ale. I think personally, it's what gave Nikola Jokic that it factor to be a back-to-back MVP, to lead the Nugs into their first ever NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fantastic. Celebrate, drink up with... Mile High City Golden Ale from Breck Brew. If you're not sure where to get it, go to the Breck Brew locator at breckbrew.com. There, love. Uh, I love. I use that Breck Brew locator all the time if I'm looking for something specific, like sunglasses. That's probably you look there first when I said, "Do you still have your sunglasses?" You actually went to the Breck Brew locator <laughs> and you typed in Susie's sunglasses. Where did I last buy Mile High City Golden Ale? Ah, that's where the shady rays are. Boom. That's it. Susie, we we want to have some fun here because we got to cleanse our pal. Thank God Brent Doyle is okay, but we, we want to have a little bit of fun, don't we? We do. And on a high note. Do you want to bat around? Let's do it. Let's bat around. I don't think I told Kale that we were batting what? around, so. <laughs> Sorry, that's on me. I didn't tell you. I was just Sound like, effects. Kale, read my mind. <laughs> is, that, is that Jimmy Fox sliding in home plate there on the right? I just Googled old baseball. Old baseball. Did you do old? Ba- did you use the word pictures in it too, or did you I old think, baseball? I think I checked Adobe Stock, so it was just like old timey baseball. That oh. does. It looks like Lou Gehrig on the on the left side one. He's the last no full bodied guy. But, but isn't it nice with the old timey baseballs and the script fonts? It's beautiful. This is actually such a work of art. I kind of want this as a T-shirt. I'm not gonna lie. You know what? I'm kind of thinking that too. I'm like, can we sell segment shirts? Well, the Nuggets guys. I mean, they'd be able to do segment shirts. I think we, we can too. Shirts. You know what? Someone clip this and send it to D-Line. I would, I would like, I would like a segment Because he loves when we suggest t-shirt ideas. The gossip. <laughs> no, what would be the best shirt? I mean, I, the batting around font just looks so good. Pete might peep them tweets also. I mean, I'm not on that one, but that's okay. I think that one just looks really solid. It I does think, look really Kayla, solid. did you make that one, didn't you? I did. See? We got, you got to, 
respect the artist. So you're yeah. the artiste painting the canvas, and yeah. I'm going to give you my interpretation of what this artwork says to me. Mm, how about that? Oh, okay. All right, listen, we're going to bat around. Okay. Where I'm going to give you nine baseball headlines, and you're going <laughs> to you're gonna score them. Is it a hit? Ooh. Is it an out? Is it all the other things that can happen in baseball? I got my little golf pencil ready, so okay. let's go. I'm ready, All to right. I'm ready to do it. First, Vlad Jr. signed a ball for Luke Rayleigh after Luke Rayleigh, outfielder who was position pitching, a position player pitching in that um, in the Rays' 20-1 loss to the Jays. Wow. Luke Rayleigh comes in and pitches, strikes out Vlad Jr. Vlad Jr. gets mm. the ball, signs it, and said, you got me, wrote that on the ball. That's all right. It's all I mean, right. It's certainly no like Otani and the Czech Republic team in the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> it's cute. I'm actually going to say uh, it's an F8. It's an out. <gasps> Into the deepest part of the ballpark, Bretton Doyle tracked it down, the Virginia Creeper. It's actually going to be an out, but but it's you hit the ball hard. Sometimes the results don't come, even though when you do your job. Exit velo off the bat was 103.4. <laughs> it would have donged in 24 <laughs> out of 30 ballparks, what? but it's an F8. <laughs> this makes sense to me. People, Michael, Will, in the chat, come on, you know this is an F8, right? right. I, I, know, I was going to say, I know they for a it. fact, like Michael's picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, Logan. He's a good baseball guy. Matt. Come on. F8. <laughs> um, apparently on Tuesday night, this is all right. We're on to our next uh, next batter. Ty France broke the scoreboard on Tuesday night. Ooh. How are we scoring that? In Seattle, huh? Mm-hmm. So he hit it out. Well, actually, I don't know. It could have been a foul ball. Could have been a foul ball that came back, right? There's scoreboards just about everywhere. That You know what? That is true. No, it was a tie-breaking home run where he broke the scoreboard. Whoa. You know what? We got to overturn that call because it was going to be an out. <laughs> But on <laughs> on review, it was game time. It's, it's in. Yeah, it's 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 a hit now. It's, it's an a, infield it's a hit. hit. It's okay. an infield single. Yeah, it, I thought it was just a regular six three. France got down the line pretty quick. He's no big dumper. I'll say that. He got down the line quick, <laughs> legged that one out, overturned. That's a hit. That's all a right hit for sure. Speaking of the Mariners, next guy up, J Rod, mm. Julio Rodriguez has a new cereal. It's called Julio's. Gone. Off the bat, the whole ballpark. Two run homer? Two run dong, baby. 30 out of 30, no doubt. Statcast has that one at five at 495. Oh. One of the longest this year. Oh my god. I had not heard of this, but I love this. It's new, yeah. Julio's. Let's go. Julio's. I'm I'm down with that. I guess that's gonna be only like the Seattle market, right? You know, I'm assuming, but who knows? Yeah, go eBay maybe, get some of that. I'm going to try to get my hands on some. Yeah. That'll be a good video. Taste test, too, mm-hmm. a little bit. You may have to try that. I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to do whatever I can. Do we have a, a dairy advertiser so we can use a, a dairy certain, sponsor? A certain farm's milk <laughs> going into the Julio's. <laughs> we got to tie it in somehow. Again, it's for the Oops All Ad Reads episode where you try the Julio's with uh, Beckett's Farmer's Market or something. I don't know. We'll figure right. it out. Someone clip this and send it to Jason where we request our sponsors. That's it. Beckett's Dairy Farm uh, in Amazing. downtown Aurora. Amazing. All right. So this is a food. It's not a cereal. The Albuquerque Isotopes this weekend are serving a sushi hot dog for Asian American Pacific Islander Month. It's a okay. hot dog in, in rice wrapped in seaweed. It's like sushi, but there's a hot dog in it. I thought it was going to be an out. But then I think maybe the wind caught, caught the ball a little bit. It does drop in for a base hit. That is nice. The, the initial concept of it, I'm like, wait, what okay. are they doing? And here's the reason why. Okay, actually, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's a real nice touch. Definite base hit. Keeps the rally going. I like that. I think okay. you know, it's funny. The guys from Arizona, we'll be talking with uh, Derek Montilla uh, on Tuesday talking about that Diamondback series. And something they do in San Diego, you might know this, Versus, it's called the Versus Dog. Yes, and they do a theme for you know the visiting team, and it's it's a theme based around the visiting team. It's not as if they are advertising to the opposing fan saying, "Hey, come out and buy tickets to go see Yadier Molina or and Albert Pujols play their final time at Coors Field." No one would ever do that. What did you just call him? Yadier Molina. Molina. That's what you know us in the BBWA call him. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. No, um, but just wondering. I, I think it's actually a nice touch. It's just mixing it up a little bit for people who have season tickets and go to a lot of games. Having a different style of dog, 
Uh, this is a this is a real nice one. Sushi dog. Yeah. Is is there fish in it or no? No, there's no fish. It's just sushi. It's just a hot dog in there. Yeah. With rice. With rice. Okay. Little some kind of maybe Here. soy sauce aioli or something. You know what? It didn't look like it. I mean, I can get you a picture. Actually, that sounds good. Is that does that exist? Did I just invent something? Soy sauce aioli. Um, interesting. Kale, I'm going to send you a tweet. I just sent you another tweet for the next one, but I'm going to send you this if you can put it up. A picture of the, the hot dog. All right, we're going to see Kale's this. like really rolling with the punches today. With the sushi dog. He's ro he's rolling with it. I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, seaweed wrap? Ooh. Yeah. Wow. All right. A pitch has already been thrown to the next batter. But upon further review, this may have been an out after all. But you know what? The review team it's did too, not catch it in time. It's too late to review it's it. It's too late to review it. Too late to review it. It's too late to review it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, Jocelyn in the chat saying, have either of you tried the green chili fries yet? Um, Wait. We had them at the yeah. tasting, but I haven't like actually gotten them at the park. Yeah, they're good. I mean, anything on French fries is going to be good. I feel like that's a nice touch. That's a good addition that we're going to see around the ballpark for yeah. a while, and people are going to like to have it. So I, I, I think that was, uh, that was really good. Have you had them, Jocelyn? I, I, we'd love to know. My, I think my MVP of new foods this season are the walking tacos because oh. I've actually gotten them several times, including once while I was working. Like I got them and brought them back to the press box. And they're affordable. Like you, you got them, and I'm like, actually, I was thinking about getting them. Mm -hmm. Pretty affordable. Was yeah, it like with nine tip, bucks? With tip, it was uh, eleven bucks. With tip, this one over you here. You got tip. You got tip. <laughs> tip your servers, ladies and Seaweed gentlemen. Seaweed and hot dogs aren't the vibe. That's right, Steph. She's my friend now. Okay, Sorry. that's illegal. First of all, um, uh, all <laughs> right. Hey, we're gonna keep things in. We're gonna. Okay, so hold on. Add that to the list of things. If you are Susie's friend and you have another friend that's Susie's friend, you can't hang out without I, I was, her. I was actually illegal. Wait, I was like so weirded out by this. I was talking to someone that I know in the press box, um, whose girlfriend had come over to my house, and I had some other friends who were over at my house, and like I didn't know until this was like a year and a half ago, and like they all hang out together, and I'm like, wait, what? But you met at my house. <laughs> it's true. What is happening? Dinger, Dinger met at your place of work today, and and stopped by and waved to everybody, and you weren't there. And I wasn't there. Very sad. Very oh, what a sad. sad. Time. Um, uh, you know what's not sad? Home run celebrations. Segways. Next up to the plate, the Albuquerque Isotopes have Ooh. a home run celebration, and it is this gas mask thing, because we are in the lab, and we are cooking, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, my initial, my initial reaction was basically thinking about it as being, like, at altitude and for oxygen, and then I realized, I'm like, oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're cooking. Mm-hmm. It's hot in the lab. You know what I'm the saying? Lab. <laughs> Jesse Pinkman. You know what I'm saying? A little Walter White. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A little Hank Schrader. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Can you tell I've watched Breaking Bad? Do you, Good for you. Where, where's Breaking Bad ranked for you? Have, you? have you watched it? I've never. I've started watching it. What? It was a little too much for me when I was watching what? it. I know it's no Vanderpump Rules, I, but it's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you for keeping track of the shows that I watch. Oh, man. Better call Saul. I'm on the final season, finally catching up. Wow. All right, anyway. listen. This is a really long at bat. How did we score on this one? We are also. Uh, you didn't, not, we're not using the pitch clock on this this go round. You're, the pitch think. clock is running out. Kale, Kale just got ejected from the game. He's like, "Let's go." Are we not using the clock? I would like to get out of here today. <laughs> Boom! You got tossed for arguing about that. But all right, let's go back and let's use the clock. Let's speed it up. Yeah. Okay, well, how do the topes rank? Oh, are they out? Um, you know what? That is a, that is a home run. Oh my! A, a two-run homer. That's Another two-run homer, and someone got ejected. We got to go back and find out on the tape. Now I'm not sure who got ejected on this home run because not a great look when your AAA team has a home run celebration before you do. So Rockies, Ooh. step it up. Someone in the Rockies dugout, I think, got tossed. They might have said something about the celebration. I don't know. Ooh. Not a good look. They need a celebration. Let's get on that. All right. Speaking of people getting booed. Is, is this a question about me? Oh, no. No. Um, Trey Turner revealed that um, when he was going through his slump, he got booed by his mom. Yeah, I saw this somewhere, and I'm like, what? This yeah. is legitimately a thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, good for his mom, I guess. Talk about being a real uh, Fairweather fan. It's your kid. (laughs) Fairweather mom? I mean mm-hmm. that's no that that that's not good. That's that's strike three on three pitches. That was a that Ooh. was a that was a straight up pitch clock one where you go. This guy struck out in fourteen seconds. That's what that was. Also, I wanted to bring this to the show uh, to get it as a graphic that uh, with the Phillies, I think right now Trey Turner in like forty seven games, whatever he's played, mm-hmm. he's got four home runs and ten RBI, and his six games in the WBC, five home runs, eleven RBI. So, like, in a seventh of the amount of games, he was better in the WBC than he's been for the, the Phillies. He was just, he was on in the WBC. And he's that's kind of, that's that's hard to maintain, but still. Still. I mean, to- still. Tover's numbers are looking better than his right now. Mm. Who would you rather have out there? Huh? <laughs> a lot more affordable, too. All right, so we got two outs. It's 4-0. People are booing him in the in our chat too because if you have Trey Turner on your fantasy team, yeah, you are gonna boo him. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Maybe boy. his mom does have him on her fantasy team. Maybe her, his mom is in our chat right now. In fact, I don't know. <laughs> is Turner? she with us right now? How are you? Is his mom Kathleen Turner? We should continue. Okay. Uh, police in the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic are Uh-oh. searching for a Cubs prospect oh, God. in connection to a shooting death. I plead, I plead the fifth. I don't want to. I don't want to. What? Why are you talking about bringing it to a dark place? What? I brought it to a dark place. Oh my god! I, I you know what it Listen, is? Listen, games can turn at any second, Patrick. You know what it is? The batter is out three consecutive pitch clock violations. So not a pitch was thrown. It's a strikeout. Got charged with a strike three times. Didn't even lift the bat off his shoulder. He might not even came out of the dugout. Well, that's just an out. All right, that's three outs. The inning's over. There we go. Four and zero. We're Four done. Four runs. That's a lot. Do we get to all nine? No. The inning's <laughs> over. What? <laughs> the inning's over. Uh, three outs. Kale's okay with we that. We've been bad around. Yeah, well, that's it. He enforced the pitch clock, and so there, boom, get in the box. Also, We're just about an hour, so it works out perfectly. I think so. Yeah. No. The the, the inning's over, Patrick. There's nothing we could do about it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's there's no new notes coming from the Twitters or the emails. I still, you double check the post game notes. Uh, I don't see Jerks and Profar's name in there at all. No, there's not. That would be a weird. And I, note. So now I'm like upset that I got sassed like that. Yeah, because it wasn't in there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the ruling is on that. That's kind of. No, strange. I mean, I believe that that the ruling is if there's no plate appearance, then you didn't break your streak. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, that's what I, I was told by a person who. You were also told that it's in the notes and it was not in the notes. Just saying, I don't. But that could be an honest mistake. And. Have they checked? Do we know that they've checked? Are they going from their own assumption? Mm. Susie, let me tell you a little something that, that I, 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 a code I live my life by. When you make an assumption, you make an ass out of you and umption. And you know what? That could be what happens here. And I just don't. I, I don't know if that's been the case. Or you know not. what? We'll we'll sort it out. I, ho- Hopefully. I just hope we haven't jinxed Profar's streak. I just hope not. Scherzer, Verlander, New York Mets. You're gonna you're gonna be covering it tomorrow on the Susie Show. Ooh, yeah, no, because I'll be at the park before the show, and yeah, it's gonna be a busy afternoon for sure, leading into the start of this Mets series. But we're gonna we're gonna get y'all ready for it tomorrow. Yeah, the, the Mets are going to be out for blood, man. They, they lost that series in New York. That They're, was embarrassing for them, too. So yeah. they are definitely going to be here for revenge. And we're facing some of their best pitchers. They're they're playing a lot better, too. It's going to be juicy. Yes, we're, go, we're going against uh, Tyler McGill. So, mm-hmm. no, but Scherzer and Verlander? Yeah. History. History right there. Mm-hmm. We're always making history. On Twitter, <laughs> at DNVR underscore Rockies, at Patrick D. Lyons is where I can be found. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter, not just on Twitter, but all platforms. Including. No, not those platforms. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of platforms to be on. <sighs> but you're not on them. You you're on the good ones. Find me on Pinterest. You're on Snapchat? Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what I meant. Yeah. Snapchat. Yeah, I'm on Snapchat. I have Snapchat. New platforms every day. I know, it's too Are much. you on Pinterest? Yeah, I've had a Pinterest. And Pinterest is like big... In like what 2012, and then like it's like had a really big resurgence. I feel like in recent years, but like I haven't really used it since 2012. I used to, but be it's still there. I used to be so good at Pinterest. 
Really? Like, I dominated a Pinterest. I had the most amazing boards that I would make up. It was... And I've had people laugh at me, but I'm, I'm proud of it. I don't know what my handle is. Pinterest Patrick that. over here. Look, that's why you got to be signed up and be a diehard. I'll drop it in the diehards only Discord. Drop, only. Drop the link. My Pinterest boards. Drop your, drop your boards. I'm actually, I would love to see them. Wait till you see, wait till you see my air plant board because it's popping, folks. Your what? Oh, yeah. Air plants. What are air plants? Am I saying that right? Yeah. Air you know, plants? like little plants that, uh, I'm saying that right, that you just need to like spritz it. They don't need to be in soil. Air plants. So I'm saying, I'll, I'll put you on. I'll put you on to a lot of hip things. I thought that was called like hydroponics. No. Or is that something different? No. All right. You so. know what? We don't have to sort this out tincture, on our baseball podcast. We'll we sort can... it out with Tincture Guy Kale afterwards about what hydroponics truly is. <laughs> uh, but look, let's keep the momentum going. On Friday, 5 p.m., as always, the Susie Show. Mm-hmm. That's where it's going to go down, and that's where we'll keep our momentum going. Tomorrow, 5 p.m., DNVR Sports Channel. Live on YouTube.